Welcome to another episode of the Connecticut Weekender podcast. Another episode? What episode are we on? This Isn't is this like number three, four? 15. 15? Jeez. No, we're really cranking through them. Um, that's what happens when you do them every week. Say so time flies when time you're having flies. fun. Um, today is October 25th. We are coming to you from the Cheshire Podcast Studio here at Pepperland Marketing. I have Tim with me today. Hello. And special guest, Br- Noel. Hi guys. This is Noelle's third episode? Second. Second episode. She joined us and was so overwhelmed a few weeks ago that she had to take like a month long sabbatical um, and recuperate. She had to recoup. It was because yeah. of all of my negativity about the fall. The beginning know, of the fall. I know. But now I've, he loves it. <sighs> I was I was telling Ryan, la- was it last week? That it I, was the taco soup that got you going. It was. So, so I'm, if you've, if you are a regular listener of the Connecticut Weekender podcast, then you know by now that I don't love the fall. Um, I have been known to say words hate but, and fall in the same sentence. Last week, but he last did week, say I, he I, what it. I said, I almost said, I almost said I love the fall because, and I caught myself to correct myself to being one of the only good things about the fall for me is that it's finally soup weather. I can I can make a pot yeah. of soup. No, I really soup. enjoy the soup. And I've been I, I've, so far. I've made a pot of soup each weekend. The first was curry cauliflower soup. Oh, and he stunk up the office. It it, oh it was God, it was so fragrant, yeah. um, but delicious. So don't care. And uh, last weekend I made taco soup, which was pretty good, and it's also stunk up the office, but a little less. Offensive I put it up on to uh, delicate noses. I put it up on the. Thank you. Weekend or Facebook, like people had to choose their favorite uh, chili, cornbread, and football. And I forget the other one. I should have checked. But tomato soup in a movie. And oh, that that's the one. Tomato soup, I, grilled cheese in a scary movie. That which, was the other one. Which the idea, the idea so of someone. I love Tim's that. Gonna oh, ruin no, 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 Tim's no, 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 no. Ruin it. Tomato soup and uh, tomato soup and grilled cheese. Delicious. I love it every day. Yeah. But the idea of watching a scary movie. While someone next to me is slurping on tomato <laughs> soup, you're one of those guys that like me can't want be bothered. To just like strangle. <laughs> Favorite Halloween movie? I don't have one because I don't like scary movies. I do like The Fall though. I like. I don't. I love scary movies. Um, Halloween movies specifically, I don't know, but like the new It last year was oh, yeah. awesome. I love it. Noel is. She is to it though, because she's got that movie theater experience. Yeah, I did not see it though. So I'm busy with the scary movies. She I can't do it. Scary yeah, movies. I can't. Do that. I can't wait until like I will be looking forward to fall of 2019 because the second half of it comes out. Oh, yeah, oh I didn't even know it was. Half. Yeah. Well, it's like um, it's split into younger, the younger when the kids are young, and then like when they're adults. Ah, gotcha. They did that with the back. original ones too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It comes back every seventeen. Years, 18, 20, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. so uh, what did you do this weekend, Tim? I already know what you did, but tell everyone else. So <laughs> last week, the last, for the last. Uh, Tim's cousins have been. Four weeks. Yeah. My cousins and I have been planning on attending one of the number of possible haunted houses. Sip of coffee, hang on. Sip of coffee. Um, <laughs> and 
we kept canceling or falling through because, well, my cousins are lame. Hope you're listening. Hope that that insult makes you cry. Um, but we finally went to, to one on Saturday. It was Saturday. Yeah. Um, it, what we were going to go to evidence of evil at crystal bees in Southington, but they were sold out. So then we were going to go to the trail of terror, but the, it just so happened to be like their busiest weekend besides this right. weekend. Um, so we ultimately settled on a new one that we'd never gone to before and that we hadn't heard of, uh, which was a haunt. On, it was either haunt on Eden or a haunting on Eden, uh, which was also in Southington. And I mean, it was, it was, it had the right feel. Um, but to be honest in my review, it was too short for the money. It was like $18 a ticket and we were in there for maybe five minutes. Oh damn. Uh, yeah. It's just like, it, it, it was good. Like the, you're in the first little like scene and it's like good. It sets the stage and it's like, Oh, we're done. And you're so, like, where's the rest of my, like, where's my $13 back? Because the, I feel like I only got $5 worth of value out of that. <laughs> on the other half of that, my buddy went to Trail of Terror and he timed it. He started the timer when he like got in and stopped it when he went out. And it was like 52 minutes on the dot. The Trail of Terror that is, is a long time to, to, be, to be scared. scared. <laughs> yeah, the, I would, I would not make it through like half of that. The Trail of Terror is really good value for your money if you're into that kind of stuff. Like and Dark Manor too. Dark Manor has like the other longest. Dark uh, Manor and um my local Starbucks barista, barista, um, barista I think, told me that Fright, Fright Haven, Haven? yeah. This um, is like a really good one. Is that the well? There's one in Shelton that she was talking about. I think I, it's yeah, Shelton. Is that Fright Haven? Yeah, I think so. Um, she was saying that that's really good. She said that last year she went. Um, she went with a friend who wasn't super into scary stuff. So they had ta- the 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 workers there had convinced her to do the the hayride instead of it's the thing. Oh, sure. Um, and I guess the hayride was pretty intense, so she can't even imagine what the actual, actual yeah. thing would be like. Um, so next year, I am doing Trail of Terror, and if it's Fright Haven or whichever one is the one in Shelton that she recommended. I'm doing them both, and that's my plan, and my cousins are going to back out, and I'm going to just cry again. <laughs> um, Legends of Fear? That's Is that the one in Shelton? That's the one in Shelton. That sounds right. Okay. Um, but what about you? Uh, that was a lot of time. Yeah, that was a lot of time. What, so I, I went, I got scared for five minutes and then had some Valley Diner salad. I used to do that all the time. I used to go, like back when I went to school, we would just always go to the diner and eat. That was one of my favorite things in the fall. I I get a salad and I get fries. Yeah. It makes me happy. Um, So this weekend I took my pup up to Chester to this, like they have like this really cool place. Um. I'm going to look it up right now because I already forgot the name. But you can go in and bring your dog and you don't have to pay someone to groom it. You just pay like a, a small fee and you could do it yourself. He was absolutely terrified and he hated it. But he came out nice and fluffy after. So I don't understand. So you you take your dog to the pet store. You, there's like a tub in the back and they have a hose. And you can like hose your own dog and shampoo your dog. Instead of taking it to a groomer. And you don't 
pay them anything? No, no, you do it. But like, if you, have you, well, you've never taken a dog to a groomer. Like, it's expensive. And this was only like, I think we had a coupon too. Oh, I do have a, I did have a coupon. I don't for everyone, <laughs> for everyone who's curious as to why Ryan points out that he had a coupon, he does not believe in coupons. Yeah, I, I don't believe in coupons or dentists. That's my thing. Well, and according to the last podcast, he doesn't believe in doctors. Well, I do. It just like you know, we'll we'll get into that on another episode. <laughs> anyway, so I did that, and then we we took him for a hike, and that was pretty much it. I watched the Patriots game and had a fried turkey. You guys ever had fried turkey? Like deep fried turkey? Yeah. Yeah, it was delicious. Never had that. <gasps> turkey. Uh, Noel. Uh, my glasses. If anyone just heard that weird sound, <laughs> it was my glasses against the microphone. But fried turkey is yeah. so good. I had fried turkey, mashed potatoes, biscuits, broccoli casserole, beer, football. I mean, how do you get better than that? <laughs> you don't. Um, Not a huge fan of biscuits. Oh, God. Everything else on there, sure. But, eh, biscuits. Um, and that's pretty much it. Cornbread. Cornbread, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Noel, what about you? Um, I saw Venom last week, so that was Oh, how was it? I liked it. I mean, some people had mixed reviews about it, but I liked it. I like the superhero movie, so that's I'm not a big superhero movie, I'll admit it. Well, I'm not either, but what is so is Venom like the character? Like, yeah, I, I know like I know who he is, but like is that is he like the the focus? Yeah, Venom's the focus. Instead He's of, the antagonist of Spider Man, right? Spider Man. Yeah, in the comics he is. Yeah. But like was he so was, was He's like, an anti hero okay. in this movie, not really a villain. And uh, you saw that where? At the North Haven movie theater. And do you work there? Yes, I do. Come say hi to Noelle. <laughs> um, it's going to be really creepy when Noelle's working and someone who she doesn't know well, comes so up to her and says like, I, I know the podcast. That would make my day because I'm <laughs> so miserable at work. <laughs> I hope they're not listening. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. Uh, big plans this weekend, guys. Um, This weekend, I, I, oh, I have, I have a... 90s themed Halloween party that I'm going to and I don't like themed parties so I'm probably going to like be really lame with my costume I don't know I don't know I don't think I'm this I don't think I dressed up last year but I dressed up the year before but I think I I don't think I'm going to dress up for anything this year unless my lovely fiance drags me to a party that I don't want to go to but it's my thing there's a lot of um there's a couple things in the this weekend page that are actually we have one for the end, but uh, costumes and cocktails, like there's some Halloween theme, you know, parties and bars and such for the uh, adults in the household. Yeah. Okay. What? Uh, anything fun planned this weekend, Noel? Um, my friend's boyfriend's birthday, so she's surprising him. So we're all gonna go to dinner in New Haven, someplace that we haven't decided. Do they yet. listen to the podcast? No. Okay, so we don't have to <laughs> worry about this going live tomorrow. Um, don't tag her in it. Yeah. On social media. <laughs> Favorite. Restaurant in New Haven, but and it cannot be a pizza place. So I, that's hard. Um, I I would have said in the past I would I would have said there was this Thai place um, that I really liked, mm. but they recently closed down. Which I didn't know. Um, or I would go with Peppy's, but not a pizza place. You can't go with a pizza place. <laughs> um, and I I would say Mecca, but I go to the one in Fairfield. Ah. Uh. I mean that still counts, so it's no, in New Haven. No, oh, okay, never mind. No, nope, never mind. Um, Noel, while we're waiting for Tim's brain yeah, to buffer, yeah, go ahead. I don't go to a lot of restaurants in New Haven. Okay. I've been to like Archie Moore's. That's good, oh, but okay. Like, Archie I don't. Moore's. It's usually the chains. Like I don't usually. I need to find some New Haven restaurants. My favorite restaurant. Now, if you have, you need, you're gonna need some extra cash. Like you're gonna have to refinance the house or something. But Trace Scalini, <laughs> it's like this nice Italian place. Um, you know, it's 
down the street from Pepe's on the right. Um, it is so good. I got a steak there last time with like this gorgonzola, like that sauce good. over the top. Oh my God. Amazing. If you like um, trying different foods, Lala Bella is an Ethiopian restaurant Ooh. in New Haven. It's really good. It's I want to go out to eat with you, Tim, because I don't do that stuff. I And you only eat <laughs> awesome, yeah, different um, types of food. Fun fact, uh, if you ever are dating someone and it just gets boring, make a dedic- like dedicate one date a month mm-hmm. to trying a different kind of cuisine. Or check out Date Night Ideas on the Connecticut Weekender. Yeah, what's that? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we, we used to, me and my ex used to go to a new like ethnic food. Oh, every cool. new like uh, I keep hitting the microphone <laughs> with my glasses. Uh, there's also a Korean restaurant in Hartford. I don't remember the name, but Google Korean restaurant Hartford and it's awesome. Nice. They crack an egg right in your rice bowl when it's delivered to your table and you mix it and it cooks. That's cool. Wow. It is cool. Aggressive. Bim bim bop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else, guys, come up this weekend? For me? No. No, I mean, not me. But some cool stuff happening on yeah. the calendar. Uh, yeah, every week we give you a roundup of cool and interesting things going on this weekend. And this weekend, what do we have, Tim? Well, I saw something really cool happening at the Beardsley Zoo on the 28th, which is, is that Saturday? That is Sunday. 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 Um, Sunday. From 12 to 3, they are hosting hosting, hosting, Boo at the Zoo, um, which is a, you know, it's, you know, hay rides and candy and crafts and storytelling and animals and everything good about the zoo and Halloween together. So if you have little kids, get them dressed up, go to the zoo, have a good time. And if you don't have little kids and you want to go to a more adult-themed party... You can check out the costumes and cocktails, like I mentioned before. Um, that is happening the 26th, so that is tomorrow. Uh, from 7 to 10, the Madison Country Club joined the Shoreline Arts Alliance for Costumes and Cocktails, a fun-filled adult Halloween party at the Madison Country Club. Party will have hors d'oeuvres, scrumptious treats, and signature cocktails. So uh, head on over. And if you want to experience a different kind of monster... <laughs> head to the Webster Bank Arena for Monster Jam. I don't know why I had to yell that, but it's like, it's Monster Jam. You got to yell it. Um, which, I mean, if you don't know what Monster Jam is, go, because it's a blast. Get um, on it's Monster Trucks. It's small trucks being smashed to bits by larger they're trucks. They're not smashed to bits. Crushed <laughs> to bits. No, they're not even crushed. They do like tricks and stuff. You've never been. They, Yeah, well, when I... That's like... Um, like a demolition derby. Yeah, it's, that's not what it is. That's what it used to be. No, it's not what it is. Ah, oh, I don't ruined so. every kids nowadays <laughs> will never experience the joy of a real monster jam where the big truck I don't know, smashes when the I, little truck. When I went, that's not what it was. I don't know. Well, I know they, they do like the jumps and stuff like over the buses or whatnot. Oh yeah, too. Like yeah. That, like, but I there mean, was you always, might see some smashing. They better be smashing. But that is happening. Uh, there are times from tomorrow through Sunday. Um, tomorrow, Friday, the 26th at 7 p.m., Saturday, the 27th at 1 p.m. or 7 p.m., and Sunday, the 28th at 1 p.m. I'm not sure. The tickets are based on where you choose to sit, so do something within your budget. But bring little 
ear. Yeah, if you have little plug things, if, if you, you have go. the Chidrens with you, bring some headphones and earplugs. You really say that it's word. My favorite weird. word. <laughs> it's my favorite word. Um, and if you are just looking to hang out, um, find the, me at the Derby Starbucks on um, <laughs> Route Thirty Four. Um, you could head over to Black Hog Brewing Company. I had the pleasure of uh, talking to Tom uh, for our interview this week, and you know I. I talk about it. If, if I talk about anything on the podcast, it's hanging out with Max and going to a brewery. And uh, who's Max? I talk. I mention him almost every single time. The fishing, the this, the that, the hiking. Never mind. Anyways, see a friend. <laughs> okay. So I tune you out, Ryan. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I go to basically. I try to go to a brewery every weekend. Not well. I do love beer, but I love the culture of the craft brewing in Connecticut more than anything. And I feel Ryan like, has found a way to justify his excess drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that I, <laughs> maybe you can tell that to Lindsay. Um, no, but Tom, he was such a cool dude. And I, I really feel like he encompasses the, uh, like the overall vibe of the craft brewing in Connecticut. And, you know, he kind of talks about where they started and where they're going and how they kind of evolve side by side. And he talks about how, um, you know, they, all the other craft brewers kind of like look out for each other and uh, they have awesome beer. If you go to their website and check it out um, or go or there, go there. Yeah. Uh, they just great brewery. Great, great guy. I had a really, really awesome time talking to him. And uh, I, I remember him promising me a beer when I go up there. I can't remember if I got that right, but maybe it was. Um, so stay tuned and Listen up and head out to Black Hog, and uh, we will come at you next week. Come at ya. So every week, you guys listen to me talk about what brewery I went to, and you know great beers that I've had. And, uh, I'm, I, I'm so glad that we have uh black hog brewing company coming on today. And, uh, I was just talking to Tom before uh, we started the interview about how hard it is for me to get out there, but, um, I am determined to do it. Tom, welcome to the, uh, the Connecticut weekender podcast. How you doing? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so tell me a little bit about what you do at, at black hog. Uh, so I do a little bit of everything. I'm one of the uh, owners and founders. Uh, my partner, uh, Jason, another one of the owners, and then our uh, brewmaster, Tyler Jones, um, is the other sort of the, we call him the third brother, even though we're technically not related. But um, so I handle a lot of the, uh, you know, I help with marketing events, a lot of our distribution sales, a lot of that stuff. And so uh, definitely how, keeps me busy. Yeah, for sure. Um, how did you like get into the brewery game? Like, did you do something related before you started? Like, before you founded the the brewery and everything? So, my brother uh, Jason and I uh, come from for the more restaurant and food business. Um, I have more of like a business degree. He has a degree in gastronomy, um, which is a study of food and its origins and stuff. So, we had a restaurant. Uh, we have a food truck and we have a cocktail bar in New Haven. So we basically came from the beverage background. Wow. Um, I've always been to beer, loved beer. Uh, you know, about five years ago, we were like, oh man, this, you know, the, the craft beer is like really booming. That'd be a really fun industry to get into. And um, then came along Tyler Jones, who's a, uh, a family friend. My dad and his father-in-law worked together back in the 70s and 
um, he was living up in New Hampshire where he's from, but he would visit New Haven um, and we're good friends with his wife. So they'd always come into our restaurant. And then one day he said to me, Hey, uh, we're going to be moving down to Connecticut because we're having uh, a second child. And, uh, you know, he's like, I'm kind of looking for a brewery job, but I want to open my own place. And I'd be looking for someone to partner with. So I thought, well, I'm not that good at making beer, but I think I would enjoy other parts of it. He's really good at making beer. So it worked out. There you go. He gets to make it, you get to drink it and have fun at the same time. Yeah, exactly. A lot of quality control. Yeah. Um, so you guys are located where just so everyone knows we, we are in Oxford, Connecticut, uh, which is just sort of the middle of the state, right off of 84. Um, I always say to people, we're about 30 minutes north of New Haven. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's really, it's a really scenic ride. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I take that, I take a part of that ride, uh, at least in the morning every day to work, but yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's, and it's, you know, you, you travel out there to get the, get the good beer. I, I am determined. I, I, I was telling all my buddies uh, the other day that I'm going to make a printout of all the breweries in Connecticut and, and cross them off the list. So, uh, the, the rides will not bother me, but, uh, so you, you guys are on Oxford. What do you guys notice about the community? Like when you guys set up shop, um, it was obviously, I, I don't know. I mean, was it a slow start or like, do you see the same people coming in every week? You know, do you have like your own community? So we actually, uh, we actually bought an existing brewery. Um, so we bought the brewery in 2014. They had been around since 2010. Um, he was doing a just sort of basic, you know, English style ale. Um, he was, you know, getting some people, people kind of knew there was a brewery there. We had to sort of let people know that we were changing things up a bit and kind of relaunching. But, um, you know, I think when we started, I think we were like, you know, it was within like the top 20 of, you know, of brew pub licenses issued in the state. And now I think, I think they're somewhere like closer to 85 or 90. Um, and I think from what I've heard, uh, you know, don't quote me on this, but I think there's like uh, 35 in planning or something. Um, oh God. you know, so, I mean, um, you know, so, so when we, you know, when, when we came out, definitely people were like, you know, I mean, people are still super excited when a new brewery opens, but, uh, you know, there were less brewery. people were really, you know, excited to come down. And also, you know, we put a tasting room in which the, the brewery we purchased didn't really have. So also just a lot of the, you know, I don't want to say townies necessarily, but a lot of the uh, locals, uh, you know, they were happy to have somewhere they could come and have a pint and hang out. And we do events and we really, we do have a lot of people from, you know, within a probably 20 minute radius drive that are, you know, at the brewery like two nights a week. So that's really cool to see. I have, a, I, I go to a local one all the time and it, it's funny and, and I don't plan it, but it, I always end up being there like, you know, two nights a week. <laughs> it's just, you know, how, yep. it, just how it ends up. Um, so I you think know, that's, yeah, and I, I have a lot of friends that, you know, that, that's how it is. Like they're kind of whatever the closest brewery to their house is, that's sort of their go-to, which makes sense. I mean, that's back, back in the day, um, there was way more breweries than there are now, but people, you know, like you had to walk to your, your local brewery and you like carried a bucket of beer home. So, right. so that it was, you know, a lot more localized than, than how things are now. So you talked a lot about like, uh, the beer industry itself in Connecticut and how much, you know, went back when you guys were opening up, it was really booming and all this stuff. And what is it like to be in that industry? I mean, the, the, the Connecticut craft beer industry has really exploded. We have a lot of reputable uh, breweries in our state. 
Yeah, I mean, I I think that the the beer industry is one of the best industries um, that I've like seen and been involved in. Um, you know, from the restaurant industry, people are friendly, but I kind of think really behind you know behind your back, there's like a little bit more feeling of competition. Mm. Um, and I felt like, you know, when we were opening, you know, two roads was super helpful. Like we needed, you know, we wanted some like bottles to like follow some samples for the distributor or something. And two roads was like, yeah, no problem. Swing by the brewery and we'll, you know, we'll sell you some bottles. So you don't have to like buy a full pallet. And, um, we've gotten hops from, from Nebco before and hops from two roads different places and um now we have our stuff a bit more together i don't think it's to call too too many favors in lately but now sometimes we help some of the newer smaller breweries um and we just have a very tight-knit community we all go to a lot of the same events you know it's a lot of the brew fest and, and different you know charity events and yeah. we're all very friendly which i think is really nice and i think that i look at it as promoting craft beer so um you know i was at a tasting uh, a couple months ago and somebody was looking for sip of sunshine, which is a fantastic beer, but they didn't have it in the, uh, in the store. And I had summer ales and I had our lager and, you know, so I was like, Oh, you know, I, I named four different Connecticut craft, uh, you know, double IPAs basically. And, uh, the store owner was like, Oh, you, you're selling like other people's beer. And I'm like, I'm, I'm selling craft beer, you know, like yeah. that's, yeah, that's it's all, what I love about our community. And I think I don't think that's too deep to me. I think that every, you know, every kind of craft brewer feels that way. And that's what I love. I mean, because it, you don't even have to be really in the industry to understand it. I mean, the, the brew that I go to all the time, you know, has, has a, I think it has actually has a Blackhawk sticker up on, you know, their, their walk-in freezer and, you know, they have, you know, a two road sticker up and I know, um, the guy down in Stonington at beard brewing and, uh, you know, just, and everyone's like super involved in the community and it's great. Cause you can kind of get that feeling and you want that feeling when you go to a brewery because every brewery is laid back. There's like yard games and stuff like that's what we want. You know, we don't want a competition at every corner. Exactly. So exactly. even though there isn't a lot of competition, you know, each brewery has a different. Well, I mean, there is, yeah, there is competition, but, and you know, we have to differentiate, but I just think as a community, we all support each other, which is really right. nice. Um, and, you know, I think the way the consumer is now too, there's a lot less, like people don't just try a beer and they're like, that's my beer. That's the one I'm going to drink right. that every day now for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> you know, people want to try stuff. So it's, it is fun too, because they're always trying to make something new. And um, your question was sort of like, how do we differentiate what's the spot pack part? I think that's really hard right now in the current market. Um, we try to have a good time uh, and we have a focus on just making quality beers that are food friendly, um, you know, brewed correctly. And we kind of just try to do, do our thing, um, you know, and that is from our packaging to our artists we use is like a good friend of ours. Um, and, you know, it's, it's not, it's not really run of the mill. Um, it's not like, all our designs aren't super uniform, mm. um, but we just think he does an awesome job. We love his art and the cans are exciting, you know, and then to the liquid in the can, it's like we try to make interesting flavors. I'm thinking of delicata squash stick on right now. And it's like, you know, uh, Tyler, our master brewer was at a brew pub and he did 90 something beers the, for the year 
last year he was there and he would go into the kitchen and like see what he can get. So he always wants to use, you know, rosemary and sage and squash and all this crazy stuff. It makes some really good beer with it. But I just think that's interesting. I mean, you know, we're not really following, we never try to follow like just having like sort of basic styles. You always think of like, what can we do that's going to make this, you know, more interesting. And the other thing he does is he really like, he's not chasing trends. He thinks of stuff that he wants to, to brew and he wants to drink. And we just try to make sure that everything we produce is, it's really high quality, you know? So I think quality is one of the most important things to us. That's yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I totally agree. I, I think that, you know, following the trend is, you know, obviously hard not to do. I mean, it's when, when you're in the craft brew, you know, arena, everyone's looking for a certain type of thing. Everyone gets attached, but I think keeping it fresh, you know, is, is one of the best things you can do. Yeah. It's interesting for me right now too. Cause like, I'm, I'm not like Tyler's a classically trained brewer. He's a chemical engineer, UC Davis. You know, I've done some homebrewing that, you know, would get you drunk, but it's not very good. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you know, and then I, I've sort of sold a lot of gear on the sort of bar and restaurant side. Um, but it is interesting to see, you know, change in flavors and, um, you know, it's like in, in every one thing that's cool about beer too, is there, I feel like there are no lines, you know, it's like some of these super hazy Sunday beers are, you know, to a, to a classic brewer, they're, they're not necessarily like correct beers, but they're really good. So, you know, who's to say? And then it's like some sours are not, you know, something's not same, you know, again, there's not necessarily a food style, you know, so, right. You know, our goza is more traditional, so it's not a style. And if you have some goza burners, it's a really good grader, but it also makes brewing kind of interesting because you can put your twist on it. You can put your, you, know, you can put your heart and soul into it. Right. So given, like, given that there's so many different beers, like, can you, like, what is your favorite beer that you guys have maybe made in the past or like that's on right now? Where do you sit right now? I love our fall beers um, because it's like it's harvest time. So we have right now we have our wet hop ale, autumn nugget, and that cinnamon nutmeg, vanilla bean, and pink peppercorn. And we kind of call it our our anti pumpkin fall beer. And um, it's the, the spices are really subtle. It's easy drinking, and it's it's actually it's, it's a pretty strong beer. But it's something that I can I can drink a bunch of, and um, I love the flavors. Uh, like you said, I'm, I just cracked a can of our delicata squash, which again, um, it's we from my perspective in sales, you know, our distributors and people we want to like get a real estate going and you know and, and have things really well planned out. And um, we get squash from a local farm, and this year the crops were all really wet, so the crops got pushed back, delayed, and we actually got less squash than we wanted. So we made a smaller batch of the beer, and um, it's just one of those things that like we don't use not even any canned. You know, we don't have like canned or frozen squash. It's a fresh ingredient. Right. Um, right. So that's a fun thing. I would say my all time favorite consistent beer that I serve my old go to is always our granola brown ale. Um, I saw that and I, I always thought to myself, like, that just sounds delicious. Some of these, some of the crazier names like that are out there. I don't know. I, I don't get too attached to it, but that sounds amazing. Yeah. I just, it's, um, you know, I like. I like our summer, you know, I like lockers. I love IPAs, all that brown ale is like old faithful that I always go back. Right. Like, especially right now, getting into the fall, 
Um, it's five and a half percent. It's rich in flavor and full body. It's not a heavy beer. I can like definitely, definitely might go to, um, especially this time of year, but, but year round, it does really well for us. And it's definitely a, a crowd favorite and probably my personal favorite, I'd say. So you, uh, you know, you have all these beers coming out, you know, b- cool beers in the past. Like, can we get an inside sneak peek of what's to come or is that a hidden secret? No. So, I mean, we, um, you know, we, we are actually ref- like sort of paring down some of our beers that we'll do for distribution next year. And then we're trying to, you know, really doing some more experimental stuff as well. We have some eight barrel tanks. The um, you know, so we'll invite, restaurants and bars to come do a brew here and there. And then we are, uh, we're letting our canning line guys are going to do like a, they're teaming up, they're coming up with ideas. They're going to do a brew. Um, and then other, you know, different brewers and stuff, um, are doing stuff. So, uh, just this week we have a, uh, a triple Nelson IPA coming out, um, which is going to be a bigger beer. Should be really exciting. Um, we're doing, our leaves and mark stout series. It's an 11 and a half percent imperial stout. Um, this year we're doing a, a coconut variant. Um, we're doing a chocolate and then we're doing port barrel aged, bourbon barrel aged, and a uh, rum barrel aged. Those bourbon so, barrel aged, they kick my butt. I'm telling you, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> the leaves and marks are, I mean, it's of course it's a 16 ounce can because if you're going to have an 11 and a half percent beer, you need to have a full pint of it. So, right. um, <laughs> there's definitely he's not going to drink two of it one night yeah. you're really looking for a good time it's like one um, and then like three waters and then one and then three waters <laughs> but no, so those, I, mean, I, I love our a lot of the dark stuff we're doing is, is really fun um, and then uh, you know we're doing we have a couple experimental IPAs coming out uh, that we've been we're going to be making just a new sort of house IPA, black hog IPA. Um, so our brewers are all experimenting with sort of a six, 6.2% IPA playing with the different hops. Um, you know, so that's in some smaller batch stuff. And, uh, you know, generally we're just, we, you know, we try to kind of have our core series and then we want everyone to have fun. So we try to keep also making, you know, I think that's what the industry is about. It's just everybody having a good time and trying these things. Hell yeah, man. Absolutely. Um, so what, what is your favorite thing? I mean, there's just so many awesome things to love about working in the, in the craft beer industry, but if you could pick just one, you know, what would be your favorite thing? I mean, for me, it's definitely just the community of, you know, I get to work with, uh, you know, my brother and Tyler are awesome. And then all of our employees, like everyone is at the brewery because, like they want to be there. They want to be involved in craft beer. A lot of these guys uh, want to be a black hog. I mean, a lot of these guys could, could probably go make more money at bigger breweries um, or they could go, you know, make more money doing a different job entirely. Um, but they're there because like we love beer, we love the industry and, you know, and we want to want to be there. So that's really cool. Um, definitely you know, one industry where like when you have a job posting, it's like, you know, people really want to do it and it's cool. So I would say for me as sort of an owner and founder, like that's great to see. You want people that want to work for you and want to be there. Like you don't want to employ someone that's just, you know, punching the clock. Right. Right. Um, In and out. You can tell and that's not, yeah. And like, it's like, now it's like, now it's like, we're, it's, 
it's really like all these people are like family, you know, it's not, right. I don't look at it as like, Oh, we have these employees. Like these are our family. These are our friends. Um, and they want to be there. So I would say that's my, my favorite part. And, uh, and there's, you know, lots of good beer. Can't complain about that. <laughs> I feel like I, I, so. I almost thought that that would be the first, uh, the, the best part. <laughs> uh, I just like drinking. Yeah, and yeah, right. We do Who a lot of we do a lot of good stuff for the community. We have a new uh, a new wing that we're calling Blackhawk Helps, and um, our casing manager Marissa um, has been doing a lot of events. So um, we're working. We did a bunch of like dog adoption events. We do a lot of stuff for Connecticut Children's Medical Center, and um, most of our big events we try to have some sort of a component of like a charity component. Where you know, for our anniversary party, um, we did a dunk tank and we like. We raised about four hundred and fifty dollars for Connecticut Children's Medical Center, and we do you know different events throughout the year um, for different charities. And that's also a great you know whenever we can use like our brand and beer, have fun, and then also raise money for a good cause. That's just it's a win-win. Yeah, it's the best of both worlds for sure. So that's awesome. Do you guys have anything you know any other exciting events coming up? Yeah, so I mean um, Halloween is always you know. Halloween is going to be a huge one. Um, we have uh, we'll do a little stuff for Veterans Day, and then um, we have a friends a friendsgiving event that we're doing with New England Cider. So we're actually going to be having some cider on and doing cider and uh, sort of mixed cocktail drinks. Cool. So awesome. um, yeah, so Halloween this Saturday is October twenty seventh, um, and then the the friendsgiving with New England Cider is November seventeenth. So that'll be fun. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, I, I was, I was looking at the event schedule on the website before, uh, before we got on and it's just like tons of great stuff coming up. Oh uh, yeah. And then lots of, you know, lots of in-store tastings and beer fest and all that kind of stuff. But did you guys go to beer fest at Mohegan a couple weeks ago? Uh, we didn't do that one cause we had, I think we had like three or four that day. So we, we've been trying to, uh, pick and choose and stay somewhat local, which is hard to do, but yeah. Yeah. I, I rode up there and it was just mayhem. It was mayhem. There's people everywhere. <laughs> um, Tom, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, for anyone that is wondering if their beer is good, I'm, I, we now know that it is amazing. Uh, take the drive up there. And if you have any questions, uh, feel free to check out their website, social media and such. Uh, Tom, I am going to make it up there and we are going to sit down and have a beer. And that is my, absolutely. that is my promise. <laughs> so, uh, well, we, we hope to, uh, we hope to see you, see you soon. And, uh, you are welcome back anytime, of course. And, uh, everyone make sure to go check out Black Hogs Brewing. Tom, thank you. Thank you. Have a good one.